The celebration of American independence continues with Freedom Fest on July 29th at North 64 Farms in Granville, Ohio. Come for an afternoon filled with food, music, family fun, and conservative speakers. Cash Patel, U.S. Senate candidate Bernie Moreno, young leaders like GOP Josh, Micah Schultz, and others. Best of all, admission is free. Gates open at 2 p.m. Search North 64 Farms on Facebook for more info. Freedom Fest is brought to you by the committee to elect Jake and Sabrina Warner and Turning Point Action. This is Jake Warner reminding you to vote yes on issue one. Fiverr is the world's largest marketplace for digital services, offers both buyers and sellers a digitally streamlined transactional platform. If you need to buy something, sell something, or whatever you want to do on Fiverr, just go to bit.ly slash GOP Josh Fiverr today to get your gig or to put your gig on Fiverr and help support the program as well. That is bit.ly slash GOP J-O-S-H Fiverr F-I-V-E-R-R. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Americanism, not globalism, will be our credo as long as we are led by politicians who will not put America first, then we can be assured that other nations will not treat America with respect, the respect that we deserve. GOP Josh is a young conservative influence with a lot of power. You're listening to the voice of the future. Fighting for America every day. This is the Conservative Crusader. And here's your host, GOP Josh. Hello and welcome. This is the Conservative Crusader here on the Red Future Radio Network. Glad to be with you all today as always here on the on the podcast on the Conservative Crusader here. I'm very excited. I, I'm kind of speechless actually. Um, as you heard in that introduction uh, today, there's something big that happened uh, since we've last been on the air. And we'll get to that later in the program. But first, make sure that if you want to keep us on the air, support us on Patreon. Patreon is the best way to support the program Patreon.com slash GOP Josh. For as little as $3 a month, you can support the program. Keep us on the air. Keep me talking into this microphone. You know, this stuff isn't free. We've got a, got a green screen today. Got a whole setup. Got the, the Patriot Cigar Company. That, the Patriot Cigar Company shirt was free. Thank you, Alan Jacoby. And the, and the cool We the People hat, which you can see on our Rumble page. Still getting everything figured out uh, with the camera. Um, but to keep us on the air, the, the link is Patreon.com slash GOP Josh. Content will remain free. We do appreciate the support. Um, so, yeah. That's very cool. Our Fiverr link, bit.ly slash GOP Josh, F-I-V-E-R-R. If you need a voiceover, a logo design, a flyer design, a translation service, whatever you might need, uh, bit.ly slash GOP Josh Fiverr, or the top link in the show notes below. All right, friends. So what happened? Why was I not on the air um, this past Wednesday? You know, I told you guys I'd be back. I will be back. I'll, I'll be back permanently starting this Monday, and then I come back Monday and say, well, you know, I'll, I'll be back again. So... 
Um, I was in Bedminster, New Jersey. I went with J.R. Majewski and Alan Jacoby from the Patriot Cigar Company. And we went, we took on Bedminster, took on the Trump golf course, which was so fun. It was, it was a great event. We'll talk about the event later. But I got told, um, hey, the president knows you're here. And I'm like, oh, cool. I got a picture or something, you know, something kind of casual. I did not get a picture. That's okay. Um, but I did get something even cooler. So let me play the, I want to play the whole clip to recognize everyone else that was also there that was also very cool and, and patriotic that I got to share kind of a moment with um, before the event and then after the fact as well. So here's here's the video. Um, <clears throat> pardon me. Credit Carly uh, Bonnet, I believe is how you pronounce her name. I met her. She was very nice as well. Um, so here's the video. Very big uh, celebrities in today, you know, they talk about influencers. These are influencers and uh, they're friends of mine. Jack Posobiec. Where's Jack? Jack. He's done a great job. Garrett Wade. Garrett, thank you very much. You've been fantastic. Paul Ingrassi and his sister Olivia. Paul, thank you. He writes the most beautiful stuff. And long people. He writes long ones. And we appreciate it. Raheem, where's Raheem? Raheem Kassam. Great patriot, Raheem Kassam. Gavin Wax from New York. He's taken over the Republican Party. He's done a great job. Thank you. And GOP Josh, he's a young conservative influencer with a lot of power. A lot of power. So, Carly, thank you, Carly. Great job. So that was great. Chanel Rion, we know from OAN, and Dan Baldwin. These are fantastic people. Natalie Winters, War Room. Oh, I guess I guess it keeps going. I didn't realize it kept going. I think so, right? And I see back there, uh, I see Susie. Uh, you're certainly Wally Pip. That's right, Wally Pip. That'll never happen to you. You can tell you the story about Wally Pip. We don't want anybody. So after he said my name, as you would imagine, I just kind of black out. You know, I don't remember anything that happens. It's just like a... Did he just say what I thought he said? And I looked back to Paul Ingrassia and his uh, his sister Olivia there, and I'm like, did, did the president just just say my name? <laughs> I I didn't know this was gonna happen, and I didn't know it was it was coming up. Or I would have had a better video. I was I was right up there, right next to Jack Posobiec with the live stream on uh, Twitter. I would have got my own video of it, you know, so I could use it here and and have less crowd noise. But you know, take what we can get. Um, but it was it was so cool. It was such a cool event. Let me go through some of the people I met while we were there because we were. Going through everyone, knowing all the great people in MAGAville. Um, first person I see when I walk in the door, we we walk in and we wait there for a second. Um, right to the right of of, of the room, uh, the entrance room to the golf club is is a little, just a I guess a hangout room, a private hangout room. Steve Bannon was using it for war room, so that was right next door. Uh, about five seconds after I walk in the door, there comes in um, Jack Posobiec through that door from Human Events, obviously the. Turning Point, Real America's Voice, uh, Twitter, whatever he doesn't do. Uh, him and his wife, Tanya Tay, were there. And it was great to uh, speak to them. Spoke to them for quite a bit of time. And got to take a picture with them, of course. Uh, you have to do that, as always. So that's on your screen now if you're watching on our Rumble stream. There's the, the picture with Tanya Tay. And I don't know why it's all, all squished, but we'll figure it out. Um, so that was that one. It was very cool. They were they're great people. Um Ben Geller from New York. He is a New York legislator. He was there uh, as well. Uh, a lot closer to him than it is to me. <laughs> Trump's golf course. Because Trump's golf course is not close to the GOP Josh. Uh, not not close in the slightest, unfortunately. Let me put that picture up here as well. 
too many moving parts now. We're trying to do, you know, the video stream and everything else. So there's the picture with, with Mr. Geller. Um, and then cut back here. Yep. Okay. We'll, we'll figure it all out. It, it, I'm rusty. <laughs> I haven't been on in a, day, in a few days, you know. Uh, and then Gavin Wax from the New York Young Republicans Club. Great patriot. I, I was appreciative of the fact I got a little lapel pin from, from NYYRC. Um, do I have that here? Uh, yeah, it's a picture. I'm skipping past them. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. There's the there the pin. It's a very nice eagle logo. Their nice logo on the Trump National Golf Club uh, crest napkin, which was just awesome. It, it was such a cool place, man. Um, there's Paul Ingracia, the great lawyer for Andrew Tate, and he obviously does more than just that. But that's what he's known for at this point. He he made the whole Tucker and Andrew Tate crossover happen. The most watched TV interview in American history or in world history. Um, so that's pretty cool. I have never seen a thin person drinking Diet Coke, folks. Never seen a thin person drinking Diet Coke. And people are saying I, I use the AI to, to make Trump say my name. I can't do a Trump impression, folks. I'm not good at it. I don't I, I didn't pay uh, Captain Deplorable. No, no, folks. It was all me. Uh, it was all all the president saying it there. So that's that's me trying to do. Never seen a thin person drinking Diet Coke, folks. It doesn't it doesn't work. I can't do that kind of stuff. What are you talking about? Raheem Kassam, folks, the great patriot, Raheem Kassam, folks. I, I can't do it. So, so obviously, Raheem Kassam was there as well. These are people you heard of in the in the the clip with Trump, but like you didn't actually like see them, you know, and and didn't see my pictures with them. So I got to meet all these people. There's Raheem Kassam there from the National Pulse, doing great work over there for the fight for our country. Jason Miller, a great person, uh, great great patriot with Donald with with President Trump's campaign. I'm not sure exactly what I think he's a senior advisor. Great work with Trump's campaign, 2016, 2020, 2024. Also, he was behind Getter for a while. He's a great patriot. He, uh, you, everyone should know who he is in the MAGA movement. And then this is how I close I got to the president. It was, I could have took 10 steps and, and sh shaken his hand. Secret Service obviously would not have liked that if some guy in a suit started running at the president. So I did not do that. Um, but I could have. And I would have probably died. But I could have done it. Also there were the stars of Sound of Freedom around him. Steve Bannon, folks, the one and only Stephen K. Bannon, the great patriot behind War Room. Obviously, he's done a lot more than just War Room, but that's what he's known for primarily now. Obviously, I said he did the show while he was in in uh, Bedminster, so that was pretty cool. I wish I could have got that kind of privilege, you know, do a show in Bedminster. That would have been epic. Uh, Chanel Rion from OAN, she recognized me as well as I recognized her. Uh, that was in the Bannon set, if you can see from the background, if you were looking on our Twitter page or you're watching a Rumble stream. Um, so that was that was kind of cool. And I got to walk in after the fact they were tearing it all down. Uh, so got to step in there. And then there's the clip from Bedminster. Also met um, the one and only Daniel Baldwin from OAN. I did not tweet this photo. He just sent it over to me. So there's that as well with Daniel Baldwin from One American News. Should have me on, should have me on OAN sometime. So that was uh, Bedminster. I'll go into it a little bit more after the break, but I really want to get to the news. I also have something to advertise. Not advertise. I'm not advertising, but... I'm going to tell you all about here after the break. Very exciting coming up soon. And uh, this time next week, you'll be getting ready for it and, and heading out there. So we'll be right back right after this here on the Red Future Radio Network. You're listening to the Conservative Crusader. This is the Conservative Crusader. Welcome back. This is the Conservative Crusader here on the Red Future Radio Network. Uh, GOPjosh.com is our website. 
um, our phone line. We have a voicemail line. I keep forgetting the voicemail line. No one calls into the voicemail line because I never hawk about it. 57-GOP-JOSH-7. That is 574-675-6747. Young conservative influencer with a lot of power, GOP-JOSH. Yeah, so it's great. Great going, folks. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that is, I don't know. I I'm, didn't prepare a big show for today. I mean, I was going to, and then Bedminster happened, and I'm like, yeah, it's not going to, we're not going to, we're not going to need to do that. <laughs> so uh, we're getting uh, through it. We're, we're surviving. We're, we are thriving here in the studio. Uh, the podcast comes out Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Make sure you listen to it every single day, and then subscribe wherever you get your podcasts at gopjosh.com slash show for more information. All right. So let's talk about what's overlooming pretty much everything that goes on with Donald Trump at this point, and that's the indictments, right? They can't get him out of office legitimately, so they steal the election. They know he's going to come back and win even bigger again in the third term, or what should be his third term, um, and they're going to try to lock him up, right? So all eyes on a Washington grand jury amid signs of a possible third indictment for Donald J. Trump. Number three indictment for Donald J. Trump. Um, The biggest question about the 2024 presidential campaign so far is whether voters or juries will get to cast the first verdict on Donald Trump. Now, I'm not sure how a jury could even cast a fair verdict on someone as popular as Donald Trump. You can't tell me there's people out there. There's seven people out there in in the area. It has to be in for a jury pool uh, that don't know who Donald Trump is, right? They obviously know who the president is. They obviously know, have some sort of opinion on him or some sort of feeling on him. Um, so that's just, it's, it's stupid to think that a jury trial would ever be fair in any aspect. Um, the White House race that figures to be one of the most fraught in history is again in suspected animation or suspended animation as the political world awaits more potential criminal charges to the Republican frontrunner expecting from a special counsel, Jack Smith. Now, Jack Smith has a he doesn't actually have a Twitter account, but he has a, a troll Twitter account. I think it's pretty fitting from what the t- uh, troll account says. If you don't follow it, it's kind of funny, but it's it's also stupid at the same time. Um, he's already been charged in Manhattan due to the hush money payment to Stormy Daniels, yada yada. Federal charges related to his mishandling of classified documents he hoarded in Florida. Now listen, that charge, I was listening to, to, to John Doyle, a good friend, on the pro, on uh, my plane. He, he made the head librarian of the country mad, right? And, the, and they're going to lock him up for it. Um, he's waiting to find out whether he'll be charged in a probe in Georgia over efforts to reverse President Trump's or President Joe Biden's win there, which Donald Trump won Georgia in 2020, by the way. Um, by the way, uh, big props to, to Brian Kemp. I never thought those words would come out of my mouth, but he was asked in an interview with uh, Caitlin Collins, who's the CNN hack that did the sort of uh, the, the town hall with Donald Trump. And, and he had a really good answer. I don't know if we have that cut or not. But I'll, I'll check for us. Um, but it was a it was a great cl- clip for Kemp. He said, "No matter what happens here, yeah, I, I got the clip here. Yeah, we got it. We got it." You said you'll do what you can to get the Republican nominee elected, even if it's Trump. I'm gonna, I'm gonna certainly be supporting a Republican nominee to beat Joe Biden. But even I mean, Trump pressured you to overturn the election. He wanted you to call us. <laughs> Brian Kemp, please, please say you won't support Donald Trump. Please, it's going to look so good on the ratings if you say you won't support Donald Trump. Please, Brian. Special session, he he said he was ashamed that he had endorsed you because you didn't do 
you said you couldn't do what he wanted you to do there. I mean, he called you hapless. Even despite all of that, you would still work to get him elected. He's a nominee. He was mad at me. I was not mad at him. I told him exactly what I could and couldn't do when it came to the election, and I followed the law and the Constitution. And as I've said before, that's a lot bigger than Donald Trump. It's a lot bigger than me. It's a lot bigger than the Republican Party. And that's what I'm going to continue to do as the governor. And that's what I did in 2020. Uh, but despite all of those things, I believe anybody running for president right now is a Republican that would be better than what we're seeing with the Biden-Harris administration. I just think it might surprise some people that you would work to help get him elected, given your history with him. Well, Brian, are you sure, what? man? You can you can totally make our ratings so much better. Just say you hate Donald Trump and everyone will tune in every night. Please, please, Brian, you'll, you'll have a million dollars pumped in a super pack for you to run for Senate. Please just say you hate Donald Trump, Brian, please. A lot of people, I mean, I, you know, I have people that say, you know, I just can't go there and do that. But, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of, you know, the next president's going to be picking probably another Supreme Court justice and, you know, uh, judges on the Court of Appeals and federal judgeships and, you know, dealing with strengthening our military and standing up to our adversaries around the world. And who do you want, to, who, who would you want to be your president? I mean, that's the question that everybody's got to ask themselves. Brian, are you sure, man? You can totally, you, you can walk this back, say you hate Donald Trump and we'll do so well. But he's not. Because he knows that Donald Trump will be the Republican nominee. And if he wants any future by the voters in Georgia, and if he wants a future in this country, that he needs to support Donald Trump. So those like Max Nordow on Twitter, Brian Griffin, let's be honest, the Brian Griffin that runs uh, the DeSantis communications operation. Those out there saying that they wouldn't support the Republican nominee if the Republican nominee is Donald J. Trump should not be in politics and should not be taken seriously. The nominee in 2024 is going to be Donald J. Trump, and you cannot change that fact. The president will be Donald J. Trump in January of 2025 if we work together as a Republican Party to make sure he's elected and, and make sure he gets put forward. Now, those, when I tweet this out, when I say this in public, people say, well, Josh, the same as what need all the, all the, all the same people. He'll, he'll have independence. He'll be fine. You can't win without the Republican base. If we just need independence, we should run Barack Obama as an R. I mean, he did pretty well with independence. If we want just independence, let's run Nikki Haley and not get anything done and be another member of the Uniparty. Right? We don't want that. We want a Republican president elected by Republican and conservative voters across the nation that want change in this country. I mean, I, I want to bring as many people to vote for Donald Trump in as possible. But they should not dictate who our nominee is. That's why it's a Republican primary and should be closed primaries, not an open primary where anyone can come in and vote. Right. And I already know there are people uh, in the Senate race here in Ohio planning on voting that are not Republicans. Frank LaRose, you're running for Senate. Why don't you change that? Right. They're going to vote for you or they're going to vote for uh, Matt Dolan because they know Bernie can win. So why don't you change that and make sure that I don't know. I, I, he wants the nomination. I forgot. It's going to work in his favor. Or maybe maybe I can say that they'll vote for Bernie Moreno and then it'll change the, the change the law. Right. That's how it's going to work around here. That's how it always works in Ohio. Right. We're changing the rules and I support issue one and I hope we pass issue one, but we're changing the rules too late. This should have been changed 100 years ago, should have been changed 50 years ago, should have been changed 20 years ago, 10 years ago, five years ago, a year ago. It should not be so incredibly easy to change our Constitution. But now that Frank LaRose has an issue against him that he doesn't like is when it's trying to be passed. I still support issue one, but the optics are terrible. And uh, I think he'd have a better chance at running for Senate if he if he didn't have such poor optics. But, you know, it is. Um, it is Mr. LaRose. You know, he's he's 
terrible. He's terrible. I'm so glad he's running for Senate and he'll be out of the politics in a couple years because he's not going to win. Um, he'll probably run for governor at this point. Uh, I don't think him and John Husted have the best relationship. I don't know. But we'll see. You know, we'll we'll go about it and see what there is to see. Um, not really sure what else to say on that fact besides that. So do we have anything else we can talk about really quickly here? Any any quick stories in the notes? Not really. Um, I want to play the clip again. I, I'm just, I know y- y'all are going to get bored of it, but I, one day I promise. But just the fact that the president said this. And GOP Josh is a young conservative influence with a lot of power. A lot of power, folks. A lot of power when... You know, it's funny that he says that, you know, because the tweets, the memes, right? Remember the, remember the, the, the legendary tweet that everyone got mad at me for? You know, you've only seen roughly 5% of what I'm capable of. Remember that? Remember that meme? What do y'all think now? Wrong button. That was, that was, that was cringe. Wrong button. What do y'all think now? You're listening to The Conservative Crusader. Hey everyone, it's Joe P. Josh. We can only keep The Conservative Crusader podcast or, or program that you're listening to right now on the air with your support. We have recently launched a Patreon program where you can support us here at Red Feature Radio for as little as $3 a month. You can find that at patreon.com slash Josh. You can also support the program at anchor.fm slash the conservative crusader for as much or as little as you'd like to give. This program will remain free and financial support is not required or expected, but anything to keep us on the air helps. Thank you, folks. And now, back to the conservative crusader. This is The Conservative Crusader. Welcome back. This is The Conservative Crusader, and I'm proud to announce, my friends, very soon we'll be in the beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Granville, Ohio. I can say it's beautiful, but I've never actually been, so I'm very excited for that. Uh, Going to the one and only Freedom Fest at the farm on North 64 Farms uh, on Luden Street in Granville, Ohio. I'll put the flyer up for those watching on Rumble uh, we're very excited for this event. I'm going to be speaking on a great panel as well as individually with uh, you know, Cash Patel, Bernie Moreno, uh, Connor Royce from Turning Point, Hayden Ferguson, the one and only Samuel McGuire, the great vice president of this this very network. Um, some other people, Micah Schultz, uh, Dakota Sawyer is going to be there. I believe we have uh, Peter Range now as well from Ohio Right to Life. Uh, we have Alex uh, Triantlo, uh, Triantlo Flu from Ohio, uh, Ohio Republican Party. Uh, it is all about getting people out to vote yes on issue one. So if you're in Ohio and you want to come to this event, it is free. You can RSVP on Facebook. There will be the second link in the show notes below. So make sure you RSVP or if you're watching this on a tweet or something like that, just, just go to the link and click on it and RSVP on Facebook. So we have a he- rough head count and we are very excited to see you all there. I'm excited to see you all uh, at that event. All right, so let's hop back into this, back back into the show. Uh, Trump asked for auto worker union endorsement. This is kind of interesting um, because people think Republicans are always anti-union. You know, we can't have any unions, can't have any sort of unions. I like unions. I have nothing against the people in the unions. 
But Trump asks auto workers union endorsement. Biden admins uh, attack the Biden administration's Green New Deal program. So this is from the Daily Caller. Former President Donald Trump released a video Thursday attacking the president, uh, President Joe Biden's Green New Deal policies while appealing to the United Auto Workers UAW for an endorsement. Uh, the video is from Agenda 47. That great, 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 great videos they, they're making there. It's about three minutes long. We're just going to play it through. You know, we need to hear the message of, Don, of Donald Trump. We're going to play it for you here. As soon as there's audio. Is there audio? Joe Biden is waging war in the U.S. auto industry with a series of crippling mandates designed to force Americans into expensive electric cars. That's just what you want. Even as thousands of electric cars are piling up on car lots, all unsold. This ridiculous Green New Deal crusade is causing car prices to skyrocket while setting the stage for the destruction of American auto production. These extreme left-wing policies are a disaster for families and consumers and are one of the main reasons the average cost of a new car is now over $50,000. Absolutely outrageous, and there's never been such a price before. These exorbitant prices are, despite the fact that Biden is spending billions and billions of taxpayer dollars subsidizing electric cars for rich people, while normal Americans can't afford to use one, nor do they even want to. Biden is killing American consumers, and he's also killing U.S. manufacturing. In an all-out attack on American-made pickup trucks, SUVs, and other automobiles, Biden doubled CAFE standards, a move that is projected to cost automakers $200 billion. By one estimate, Biden's electric vehicle mandate will slaughter 117,000 U.S. auto manufacturing jobs, with workers in Michigan, Indiana, and Ohio among the hardest hit. And I hope United Auto Workers is listening to this because I think you better endorse Trump because I'm going to grow your business and they are destroying your business. They are absolutely destroying your business. How so true. You just because it's an automatic Democrat vote. Look how they've decimated the car industry over the years. Mexico has 32 percent of the business that we used to have. It's ridiculous, but they didn't do it while I was president. I can tell you that. If Biden's assault is not stopped, American auto production will be totally dead. That's why I'm going to terminate these Green New Deal atrocities on day one. In my first term, I fought for auto workers like never before, canceling TPP, which was a disaster, ending the NAFTA nightmare. The NAFTA trade deal was the worst deal ever negotiated on trade and renegotiating Obama's horrendous Korea trade deal made it a great deal from a horrible deal. I saved the American auto industry once, and now I will save it again. Every voter in Michigan, Ohio, Indiana, Georgia, Listen South Carolina, Ohio. North Carolina needs to know, if you want to have an auto industry, you need to defeat Joe Biden. He's a corrupt president and reelect President Donald Trump. Thank you very much. We will take care of you. We're so back. That's our guy. Donald J. Trump is our guy. Not Vivek. Not Ron DeSantis under any circumstances. Not Nikki Haley or Chris Christie or Doug Burgum or Asa Hutchinson. I feel like I'm missing someone. Mike Pence. Rhino. Our guy is the former president. The should-be current president. He beat Joe Biden once. He'll beat Joe Biden again. If they don't steal it again, we'll make sure they don't steal it this time. And he's our guy. 
And he's even appealing to the union workers, a a route not taken by Republican presidents in a long time. We've kind of just written off unions. But with the way the the Biden administration has attacked our people, and I mean, you know, attacked the the terrible, terrible, just the way they've attacked our our workers, it's very easy to go out there and say, yeah, look here. uh, look, Look at what they've done. Vote for me instead. And we can do that. And Trump is doing that so well. And he's flipping them around and making them vote Republican. And I know there's so many people that like unions endorse and pretty much if you don't vote for this person, you're out of a job. Right. That's not how it should be done. And that's not how it, it, it will be done. We, we need right to work. Right. I, I support unions. I support them inherently. I support especially like people doing hard jobs like co-workers. I don't know about Kroger. I mean, I know I know Kroger's a union job. Not a big fan of that. But like. People like electricians or truckers or coal miners or energy people, you know, those people should be in in positions of of protection, but they should have choice whether or not they're in a position of protection, right? You shouldn't just go out there and say uh, right away, oh, yeah, you're in a union. You work here. You're in a union. Oh, you're a brand new guy. You you haven't had a say. We haven't had a vote in, in six years. Yeah, you're in a union. That's not how that should work. You should have the ability to, to come in there. And decide whether or not you want to be in a union and work there either way. You shouldn't be fired for not being in a union. You shouldn't be required to pay part of your paycheck uh, just because your workplace is unionized. You should have the choice whether or not you want to be unionized. Um, And that's what – that's the conservative aspect of it. Like being anti-union is just stupid. I I support unions inherently as it is. But like we're not going to win an election if if you go out there ever – and say, yeah, we should ban unions, right? Banning unions is stupid. And having some sort of power with the people is is what conservatives should should stand for. So I'm glad Trump's appealing to that base and trying to get that endorsement. I'm very happy about that, actually. Um, on the other hand, Florida elected Ron DeSantis for their governor. Insurance premiums in Florida have soared 206% since DeSantis became governor. As Florida grapples with an unfolding property insurance crisis, recent data shows that insurance premiums in the state have reportedly surged over 200% since Ron DeSantis took uh, the governor's office in 2008 or 2018. On average, Florida home uh, homeowners pay over $4,200 per year for home insurance, triple the national average of $1,700. $4,200 a year for insurance. Can anyone afford that? I know I can't. Insurance premiums have grown significantly since DeSantis won the gubernatorial race in late 2018, a total of 206%, which makes him the highest in the entire country. In the last year alone, insurance premiums in the state have surged by 42%. The issue is likely to add pressure on DeSantis, now one of the many Republican candidates for the 2024 presidential election, especially as Florida have seen recent many insurers leaving the state. Now, obviously, it's not Ron DeSantis' fault that his state has hurricanes. Right. You can't control whether or not your state has hurricanes if you're the governor. And if you were and you were able to do that, I'd vote for you 10 times out of 10. But obviously he can do things about it. He could do legislation saying you can't pay a certain amount over this on insurance. There's a lot of things Ron DeSantis can do. It's what will Ron DeSantis do. And that's nothing because he's in Utah today. Right. He's not doing work for the people of of Florida. He's not worried about the people of Florida. He's worried about getting that next vote, that next paycheck, that next position advancing his political career up the ladder. First a congressman, then a governor, and now he's running for president. And he thinks he has that power. Donald Trump built a business himself, built up his life, built up many successful businesses. Some didn't work out, but many of them did. 
And he worked up all, all the way till he went down those golden escalators in the tower named after himself, one of many, and said, I'm going to save this country. We are going to make this country great again. He came out and said that. And well, look where we are now. We are greater today, or we were greater uh, on November 3rd, 2020, than we ever have been. And he's going to be even greater again when we have him in the White House again in 2025. Ron DeSantis should drop out today. Go off in, into a yacht somewhere, man. You're rich. You have no reason to do this. You have no reason when you don't have genuine support of the people. And you don't genuinely support the people being happy and doing what they need to do and, and working. They're more. He's more worried about fighting a mouse than he is saving insurance, by the way, and saving people money. Think about that. I like Ron. I, I liked Ron for uh, as the Florida governor for a long time. But you can't go out there and go against our president and expect to, to be taken seriously. There's no chance he wins today. He should drop out tomorrow or even earlier. Do it tonight. Do a press conference tonight. And go back to Florida and do your job for the people of Florida that elected you by 20%. You got 20% more of votes than your opponent. Go out and do your job. You're listening to The Conservative Crusader. This is The Conservative Crusader. Welcome back. This is the Conservative Crusader. Our phone line, as always, 574-675-6747. That is 57-GOP-JASH-7. Make sure you utilize that, by the way. I've got a, got a fancy number there. got our name in it. No one even calls. So, and we got some listeners out there. Uh, I see the analytics. I see y'all out there. So, so call into the show, you know, make your voices heard on the issues, on the topics we talk about here on the program. So make sure you call in 57-GOP-JASH-7, 57-475-6747. All right, glad to be back with you all. President Trump's the young influencer with a lot of power. You know, young influencer with a lot of power. I'm going to play it again. Just one more time. Josh is a young conservative influencer with a lot of power. A lot of power. A lot of power, folks. Very cool. So uh, DeSantis is planning a campaign reboot as he struggles to close the gap with Trump. According to NBC News, Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis, uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis' campaign is planning a reboot, top of, uh, campaign officials said, with a significant shift on messaging, events, and media strategy. Expect fewer big speeches and more handshaking in diners. Because that's going to work against Donald Trump. You know, he goes out there, has a rally with 20,000 people in the, on a Tuesday. And yeah, well, you know, hey, shake some hands, Ron. It's going to work really well for you. Winning one voter at a time. Going to close the gap uh, 40% very quickly. The mainstream media sta- may start to get more access. And Short DeSantis will be running for an insurgent candidate rather than an incumbent governor. So he's going to run like Vivek who just overpassed him in the polls. Yeah, Vivek Ramaswamy, by the way, I didn't mention this on the show yet. Vivek Ramaswamy actually passed um, Ron DeSantis in the polls. Yeah, he, they're polling identical, but Ramaswamy has more. He, it's Trump at like 50, Ramaswamy at 12, um, DeSantis at 12. A guy that never ran for office before. Similar to Trump in many ways. He's independent, completely self-funded. Outside of small dollar donors for that forty percent donor or forty thousand donor requirement, um, he, he's been a great big businessman. And I'm not hyping on on Vivek. He's not a great 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 politician, but like he's doing a great job. And DeSantis has all the big money, all the big donors, all the anti-Trump people behind him, and he's failing to even catch up with Vivek. That's kind of sad. Ron DeSantis has been the, never been the favorite or the darling of the establishment, says Ganera Peck. A campaign manager. 
Never been the darling of the establishment. Ask the National Review. What are they doing? The National Review literally endorsed Ron DeSantis. Like, we need Ron DeSantis. National Review. The most establishment newspaper there is. And he has won because of it every time. No one in this race has been under fire more on one than Ron DeSantis. He's ready to prove them wrong again. Yeah. Go ahead, buddy. Try your best. Uh, downright low is how a source uh, who was present with the staffers were fired because he got he fired some staffers. Uh, describes their morale. Your entire campaign is on a brink. I've never seen anything like it. Never seen anything like it. He might be out by Iowa at this point. He's running out of money. All the donors are losing faith in him. They're putting money towards Vivek or putting money towards uh, Tim Scott. Right? They're, they're losing their faith in Ron DeSantis. And now they're on the brink. They're going to try to relaunch their campaign, guys. Remember how well the, the, the Twitter Spaces launch went? By the way, really quick here. Max Nordau. Man, this guy makes me mad. Max Nordau. Let's load the tweet here if we can. Having some internet issues. We always do in the studio. Every time we do it, try to do a program. He tweeted something about me being, uh, the Trump campaign is so terminally online because they're willing to say uh, GOP Josh's name for six seconds, make his life, and, oh, they're so terminally online. They invited this kid to the event. They, they invited a supporter to a supporter event, guys. They are so terminally online. Ron DeSantis literally launched his campaign on Twitter Spaces, crashed the internet, the next day started arguing with me on the internet, so it kind of changed the, changed the story. Anyways, um, the reboot is notable for a candidate who is perhaps the most widely expected GOP entron in the 2024 race. Juan Sanders has maintained his second rank, uh, place ranking in the polls until a couple days ago. Um, he has been unable to close the gap with the front runner, Donald Trump, but the hurdles remain significant and it's unclear whether it's too late to reverse early stumbles. While some candidates have successfully shifted after tough starts, the presidential campaign trail is littered with candidates who ultimately failed to regain momentum. Regain? He never had it. Uh, DeSantis' campaign finance report flashed some bright warning signs. They raised more than $20 million from mid-May to the end of June, more than any other presidential candidate. More than two-thirds of the money came from donors who gave the legal limit and can't donate it again. Uh, two-thirds, 67%. He also spent about 40% of what he raised with 92 people on the payroll. Uh, Tim Scott, Vivek, uh, Doug Burgum, Nikki Haley, and even Donald Trump all had higher spending rates than DeSantis, but with less cash in the bank. Uh, $22.2 million to Trump's 22.5 and a high number of max-out donors, solvency became a real problem. The full extent of the campaign's dire financial picture became clear to the broader team only after the June 30 quarter uh, end-of-quarter reporting deadline, said two people familiar with the situation, who asked to remain anonymous because they weren't authorized to share information on behalf of the campaign. The campaign postponed paying some of its outstanding bills until after the end of June, in part so its second-quarter financial report would show some money in the bank. The sources said it's not an uncommon practice for campaigns running up against big reporting deadlines, but it can obscure larger issues. Top of Santa's aides acknowledge the money situation has to be addressed. They plan to do it in part by cutting costs for his event. He won't travel less, but his campaign appearances will be more leaner and intimate. All right, guys. Um, I have a question here. How can an event be more lean than like 20 people? Is he going to do the Asa Hutchinson sitting in a room with six people kind of kind of test next? I mean, he went to Iowa, had a room of like 30 people. Biggest crowd for Ron DeSantis yet. He has 29 people, uh, 16 of which are press, uh, two of which are campaign staffers, and one of them is his wife. Gr- biggest crowd in the campaign yet, guys. The momentum is on Ron DeSantis' side. We heard that. He-, he spoke to a room of 100 in South Carolina. Biggest campaign event in American history, guys. It's bigger than the inauguration for Donald Trump. It's bigger than January 6th. It's bigger than everything else. It is all for Ron DeSantis. The momentum is there for Ron DeSantis, guys. He speaks to, to, to 15 people at a donor dinner. Biggest event ever in American history. He has a million people packed into this little room. You just can't see them. They're all tiny little ants, you know. They have termites. The, the building's about to crash. 
Um, so make the events leaner is not going to work because the events are already so lean, right? The events are already like uh, you got the, the nice whole milk, a lot of good flavor. That's the Ronda, that, that's the Donald Trump events, right? The whole milk. You got the skim milk. It's like might as well be water. You know, you don't know if it's water or milk or something else. That's 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 Ron DeSantis. And I think it's friendly calling him skim milk. I must call him almond milk because he's fraudulent. But his events are already lean enough. I don't know how how much leaner you can go. Expect fewer podiums and stages and more stops at pizza ranches, uh, churches, pizza ranches. What is a pizza ranch? What is a pizza ranch? I, I like pizza with ranches, but uh, with ranch. What is a pizza, pizza ranch? Uh, I'm Googling that now because I don't know what it is. Uh, churches and VFW halls where DeSantis can speak directly to voters with no big platforms or barricades blocking close contact. All DeSantis needs to drive news in this and win this primary is a mic and a crowd, said uh, some guy named Peck. Not entirely sure who that is. Doesn't say here. But besides the point. Is that the campaign uh, campaign lady from earlier? I'm not that too worried about it. Yeah, it was Janera Peck, the, the campaign manager. So the South Carolina event, a starting point, he held a town, stall, town hall style event that notably parred down security presence. According to the figures provided by the campaign, it cost $940. It brought in $1,600 in organic donation from attendees. All right, let's do math here. He raised about... Let's do math here. I've got to pull out the calculator to make sure I get it right so I don't sound stupid on the air. He raised six hundred dollars, guys. That's gonna go so. That's gonna go so far, guys. He, he's gonna win Iowa with that. Come on, I know every dollar counts, but man, you're you're up against solvency. You're raising you're raising six hundred dollars. Are you kidding me? This is a, a national presidential campaign. You spent nine hundred dollars on an event and raised six hundred total uh, gross profit. You can't see that's a good a good sign for you, man. No one in Team DeSantis can be genuine when they say DeSantis is going to win. That's like Jane Timken's Senate campaign saying she's going to be the winner. She's going to come out surpass the polls by 70%. You, you can't be serious when you go out there and say, yeah, DeSantis is going to be the president in 2025. You know, Max Nordau, those people saying Donald Trump should should drop out now and endorse the real frontrunner, Ron DeSantis. Like that's, That makes no sense, guys. I mean, I, I like to, to be friendly if I can, but you have to realize that you're up against a major deadline, which is January of 2024. You're up against the most popular president in American history. You're up against someone who won two elections, had one stolen from him, and is back with a vengeance. You're not going to win with some some lackluster Bush light guy. Or Bud Light guy, I should say. You're not, you're not going to get that when you can have the real deal. No one wants diet, or no, sorry. No one wants Coke Zero when they can have Diet Coke. That's a good way to say it. You know, no, one gonna, no one wants Coke Zero when they can have Diet Coke. No one wants, you know, Coke Zero when they can have the real thing. No one can. Have, no one wants Coke Zero when they can have a, a golden toilet, right? And 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 you're not going to have a campaign left, a career left, if you're backing Ron DeSantis. Cash Patel, many of them have said, if you're not on Team MAGA by now, good luck having a future, and that's true, because Trump's going to win. And who's going to control the government after that? It's going to be MAGA people. It's going to be base. It's going to be so back. We're going to be so back, guys. We have, do we have a, a clip? We're going to be so back. Um, no, I don't. I have the want, want. So this is to all the Ron DeSantis guys out there. Wah, wah. I read about from Corey Lewandowski himself. All right, friends. Glad to be back with you as always today on this Wednesday, July twenty first. Year or it's not Wednesday. It's not Wednesday. It's Friday. GOP Josh. It's Friday. We got the weekend. 
And the next next fr- next Friday, I'll be getting ready for an event. So we're so back. We are so back. We are better than ever. Uh, one more time before we go. Uh, just 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 one more time for 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 safekeeping. You know, keep this with y'all. And GOP Josh is a young conservative influence with a lot of power. I zoned out during that. It was fantastic. All right, friends. We'll be back Monday with a brand new episode. Monday the twenty third. Not twenty third. It's the twenty fourth. I am I am killing it today, guys. Uh, back on Monday. Hope you all have a great weekend. Stay safe. Stay kind. And most importantly, stay tuned. You're listening to the Conservative Crusader. 